You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews, of jaysfromthecouch.com, and... I, uh, I, alongside y'all, watched the finale of the two-game quote-unquote home opening set that the Blue Jays completed against the Nationals. Um, we're going to be talking about that series as a whole tomorrow, and then possibly bringing back Fan Fridays. So hopefully you hear this, you get your questions ready your comments, whatever you want to say on the topic du jour. So we will hopefully be having that. But I want to kind of be broad a little bit and uh, expand on a couple topics that have been at the forefront of Major League Baseball the past week. And we're going to start with the obvious topic. And it's the reason we don't get to watch the Blue Jays until Tuesday. Yeah, it's the um, it's the Marlins outbreak, and I think we all knew it would be the Marlins that would be the downfall of Major League Baseball eventually. It was it was just bound to happen that that cursed franchise and its Faustian deals were World Series rings and complete teardowns after. Um, Fun fact, after I shelved the Blue Jays simulation season, I actually took over the Marlins in a different franchise to try and build them up into something. Um, Not had much luck yet. Still working on it. Their offense is still dreadful. Had Yoan Cespedes the last year. Did not work out. But at least Monty Harrison something. That's, that's good for Marlins fans, right? Monty Harrison... Yeah, I feel it is little comfort after, I believe we're up to 16 players and two staff members of the Marlins have tested positive for COVID-19. And, I mean, there are rumors on how it happened. No one would really be surprised given Miami is the COVID hotspot in the world nowadays. But... Um, from what I'm hearing, is apparently the exhibition game in Atlanta that led to it. Because the Marlins were out on the town. Let's say that. Some Marlins were out on the town and brought it back to the clubhouse and basically got everyone infected. And they played the Phillies after they found out it happened. And they knew some of them tested positive And they voted to play Anyway, absolute foolishness. Anyway, the Phillies visiting clubhouse attendant was infected. Uh, They reported today that a member of the coaching staff and another clubhouse attendant had caught the virus. So that canceled the series with the Blue Jays this weekend. So no home games in Philadelphia for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um... Also affects the Nationals because they were supposed to play uh, the Marlins. It affects 
the Yankees and Orioles who had to play each other, which let's just give the Yankees more games against the Orioles because that's, that's what they need. You know, I think they extended their win streak to 18 games against Baltimore tonight. So, yeah, you know, awesome. Great. Give, give them the Orioles some more. My God. Um, but yeah, it just cast a lot of doubt on just what the heck Major League Baseball was attempting to do. And, you know, Dr. Anthony Fauci, he's a huge baseball player. He came out and said, MLB's doing everything it can. There were bound to be someone, some team that had an outbreak. No, there wasn't. No other sport has had a major outbreak in the four months that's, you know, they've been attempting this. None of the European leagues had a team just like, yeah, half our roster has it, so we can't really play. Like, even the MLS teams, FC Dallas had nine players test positive. Nashville had six players test positive, and both were pulled out of the MLS tournament. This, this is just a sheer lack of competency on the part of Major League Baseball. And, and they still want them to play next week. I have no idea how that's going to work. I have no idea how you get the testing done to get the Marlins on the field because MLB has shown they are incredibly lackadaisical when it comes to, you know, actually getting test results. And again, you have these teams gallivanting about, you know why there's no NBA tests coming back positive? You know why there's no NHL tests coming back positive? No, um... WNBA, like, outside of the initial stages, why there haven't been any additional tests coming up in MLS? Because they bubbled. They're not traveling across the country. You, it it was sheer machismo and bravado and braggadocio and more words that end in O that I can't think of right now, despite my English degree. That MLG just thought, you know what, we can have a season just like the seasons of old. Yeah, we'll put the DH in. We wanted to do that anyway. We'll have expanded rosters, sure. But it'll be fine. Everyone will go around and just travel along this great. No. No, and I, that thinking may have worked back in May when you were supposed to have a deal done, but not when the first wave of this virus has been less of a wave and more of just an oncoming flood because of the sheer, again, incompetence of the leadership in America. The the almost malicious ignoring of this disease by the people in America. And this is what happens. Half the Marlins now have their careers in jeopardy because we don't know how well someone can bounce back from this. We're still seeing reports that this will cause irreparable damage to a lot of people. Now, it's not to say it will happen. The NBA came back tonight and Rudy Gobert seemed to look pretty good. Donovan Mitchell seemed all right. They they combined on a game-winning play. No hard feelings there, at least on the court. So that may all be all well and good, but 
still putting basically everyone else on that field in danger. And it it's for what? It's it's so you can, you know, maybe get a win against the Phillies. It's not worth it. And if MLB wants the season to go off, and they're already like floating a bunch of ideas like let's play seven inning double headers and and we'll get games in that way. How? How if you don't keep the rosters at the level they're at or or even expand them further, which just puts more players at risk. I mean, it's it's going to get to the point that the MLB schedule is so just compounded that it's just going to be, hey, we'll send out one guy, you send out one guy, we'll have a home run derby. And whoever hits more home runs off the other person wins. Sound good? It's it's just a foolish, foolish risk to be taking. And I, I really... I don't see the point. And, you know, maybe maybe it's for the best the Blue Jays just get to sequester in Washington for a little bit before traveling to Atlanta, which is where the Marlins apparently got infected. Because that governor is a corrupt, conniving, incompetent piece of garbage. making me feel really good about this sovereign schedule. I'm so glad the Blue Jays have had to go to Tampa and Atlanta so far. That's that's really great. That's that's thank you, Rob Manfred, for sending the Canadian team down there. I'm I'm glad we closed the borders cuz not be surprised if there are positive tests coming out of that and we lose more Blue Jays games. And you know what? It was entirely avoidable. <clears throat> but this is what Rob Manfred wanted. And this is where we're at. We're going to talk about the other MLB incident that caught my attention. And it's one we've talked about before. But if you want another take on what's happening around the world with the coronavirus and and just other important news uh you can start your morning with the news that matters in just 10 minutes axios today host nyla Budu and a team of award-winning journalists will bring you the latest analysis and insight into the trends shaping our world hopefully maybe some of them will be positive soon but until then if you need relief from the absolute negativity of the world can i recommend our friends at CBDMD, they have an amazing duel of topical creams that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets really chaotic. No matter if you're an athlete or a stay-at-home parent or you're spending eight hours a day in an office chair. Um, you can have CBD Freeze with Menthol, which is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints and a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. Uh, you can also turn to CBD Recover, which combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this duo of 
topicals and everything else CBD MD has to offer. They're offering all listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code locked on MLB at checkout. So once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code locked on MLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so the other big news this week was the fact that the Astros and Dodgers had a little get together following the revelation that the Astros cheated their way to a World Series. And we were wondering, hmm, would would teams want to take retribution on the Astros? And it looked like from the exhibition, he's, oh, they, they sure, sure do. Jorge Lopez plunking Astros with curveballs. Yeah, that wasn't actually part of it. Luckily, someone was really willing to step up the game, and that someone is exactly who you would have expected, despite him not even being on that 2017 team. He was on on the team that got beaten by them in the ALCS. But yeah, Joe Kelly was not pleased with the Astros and their actions, and he went out and did everything but hit Astros. I mean, he was throwing behind Carlos Correa, behind Alex Bregman, struck out Correa and gave him a little pouty face, which, you know, I thought I thought that was fine. I thought that made sense. MLB, continuing its winning streak lately, Decided to hand Joe Kelly an eight-game suspension for his actions, which, need we remind people, he was not actually ejected for because he did not actually hit a batter. They said he had a track record and he taunted Carlos Correa. So let it be known that MLB thinks taunting is a worse crime than cheating. And yet again, this is why Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner MLB has had since that, since Kennesaw Mountain Landis was incredibly racist for a duration of time. And yeah, that may be, you know, rewriting the history books, but some of them need to be rewritten. Landis is a horrible racist. So get him off the MVP trophies. This was going to happen. And it happened because MLB decided we just want to get to the bottom of this. There will be no punishment for players. I mean, you, you punish the managers. You punished A.J. Hinch with a year-long suspension. You, you punished Jeff Luna with a year-long suspension. You punished Alex Cora. But no, the players don't, don't have to take it. And, like, when you said that, like, and it's not like Everyone's on Rob Man- like, oh, yeah, you had to do that. A bunch of NLB players coming out. Marcus Stroman's like, this is a joke. Mike Clevenger, like, what are you supposed to do? Phil Hughes, who I'm pretty sure would plunk someone with the same speed of a Jorge Lopez curveball. Just like, like, this agree- there was solid agreement across the board. That Joe Kelly is being made a scapegoat. 
Joe Kelly is being made an example of when there were no examples made of the truly despicable acts that the Astros inflicted on the sport of baseball. And if you're going to punish Joe Kelly for not hitting them, the next step up is going to be hitting them and someone's going to get injured. But Monty Jones is on around the horn today um, saying that, you know, these guys are throwing baseballs on national TV when what they really should be doing is fighting in the parking lot. And while I would have no problem with that, because I think the Astros deserve to pay for what they did to the game of baseball, and to a lesser extent the Red Sox and Yankees, but especially the Astros, If the commissioner is refusing to do anything about this, what what is supposed to happen? What disincentive is there for any other team to get a bunch of Apple Watches or Fitbits or tablets or garbage cans or microwaves or whatever they need to signal pitches and do the same thing, knowing that they'll get to keep their title Oh, they might give up a draft pick. Oh no, the chance to draft another bust goes bye-bye. Because draft picks don't hurt in MLB the way they hurt in, like, the NBA or or the NFL. Baseball drafts a crapshoot, so... It... It was a stupid, stupid ruling when Rob Manfred handed it down back in the winter. It's still an incredibly stupid ruling in the summer. And while, yeah, Joe Kelly has a track record, he also did probably the best thing that could have been done to the Astros. He sent messages and he didn't actually hit them. And then he got the best of them on the field, which is what you wanted, right? Go beat the Astros on the field. Joe Kelly fanned Carlos Correa. And when Carlos had some words, Joe Kelly... Just gave him a face. That's worth eight games. An absolute freaking joke of a suspension. What an absolute joke of a punishment system. It's like the NHL in the 2000s. Who knows who gets what for what now? Amir Garrett got like seven games for fighting the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team. Which also is pretty awesome. I have that photo saved. I kind of like it. But besides the point, Houston got nothing. Nothing except punishment dictated by the code of baseball. If you really don't want the code of baseball taking care of things, then you have to freaking take care of it yourself, Rob Manfred. And it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, we needed we needed uh, absolution to make sure we got the full story. You, you heard enough. You heard enough from the people in charge. You heard enough. From Carlos Beltran, who also lost his job. It should have been enough. I don't care. Murderers that offer plea deals do not get to not serve time for murdering by giving hints for another murder. It just reduces the punishment. It doesn't outright negate it. And that's why Joe Kelly is throwing behind Astros. And that's why he will not be the last to throw in an Astro. And if one of them gets hurt, that's on that team, and it's also on Rob Manfred. So, wear it, I guess. 
Anyway, that's enough. I'm getting angry. So that brings us to the end of another edition of the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, where we barely talked about the Blue Jays, but sometimes that happens here. If you want to subscribe to the podcast and find episodes where I talk solely about the Blue Jays, like the last one I just did about Nate Pearson and the one I'm going to be doing about the Washington series, you can subscribe on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, you can subscribe. Make sure you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. You can follow me on Twitter at a underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. So dumb. We will be back tomorrow with at least one more episode for y'all. And like I said, hopefully the Fan Friday will be coming back. Hopefully y'all take part. We can get those good conversations going again. So for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrunacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.